Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I am going to talk about the reaction to this pandemic has been complete and total lockstep from all government officials in our country and media. And what does that actually end up meaning? And am I supposed to give media the benefit of the doubt whose claims to be on our side? And if so, what would be the basis for doing that? Now, for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I practiced for 30 years. I have spent an incredible amount of time sorting out the endless lies that we're taught and that we're told in our system. And I've concluded that it's always lies. <laughs> All they do is lie to me. I hope to be able to convey that to people so people can start sorting it out for themselves. All right, let's get the show started. I have been amazed that month after month after month, absolutely no public official challenges this official story about Corona. <laughs> there is nobody challenging the official story. There's there's only people taking positions that, well, maybe the mandate shouldn't have been put in, or maybe they should pull them back, or maybe they should be different kinds of mandates. Maybe we shouldn't have the same restrictions. There's nobody coming out and saying that the fundamental story we're being told is just not true. Now, there are plenty of doctors coming out and doing that, attempting to do that. They make videos. They write articles. They point to studies. What happens? Their videos get pulled off YouTube. They get belittled. They get ignored. Nobody in public life in the United States, and from what I can tell in the Western world, bothers to invite these people to a press conference, bothers to invite these people to a public debate with their supposed public health experts who are making all these insane rules. They don't bring them in. Trump has a press conference virtually every day. He never bothered to have a single one of these people or a panel appear to discuss what's going on, to confront Tony Fauci and Deborah Birx. He hasn't bothered to do anything along those lines. None of the governors have done this. None of the mayors of these large cities. Nobody is doing it. Everybody bows down to this COVID God about how we have to be safe and let's be safe together. And maybe we can argue about where you should wear a mask or if it could be required. But it's always the same basic narrative. Always. And nobody in mainstream media. Oh, well, Tucker Carlson. Okay, well, Tucker Carlson's extremely late to the show, for one thing. When we needed people to stand up was immediately, day one, which I did on day one, but I don't have a platform. I'm talking about people who have an actual media platform that reaches millions of people. Nobody stood up. Nobody. And these people on radio, these people on TV, they continue to push the story of the vaccine as well, that somehow this is going to be a savior. This is really going to help. And they praise Trump for the fact that he's doing it so fast, warp speed, and they go through all this crap. They just ignore all of the facts around vaccines. They just ignore them. They don't even tell people that there's an entirely separate legal system set up 
to pay vaccine claims that the United States government pays, not the companies. They're immunized for all practical purposes with an entirely different legal system. Why would that be necessary if vaccines were effective and safe? <laughs> Why do they get this preferential treatment? Forget the fact that it's absurdly unconstitutional for the government to step in and say, we're going to pay for these claims against a company who produces a product that's unsafe. This makes no sense. I thought the FDA was there to protect us against products that aren't safe. Don't fucking approve them if you have to have another element of the United States government paying claims on the stuff you've approved. It's, <laughs> But they don't bring anything up. See, they don't bring anything up. And the public health officials are never questioned and never challenged. And all of these Republicans who are in public office, they don't do anything to stand up against it. All they do is stay within the narrative itself. And still, no matter how many times I point this out, the people continue to believe that somehow voting will fix it. That if we just get the right kind of people voted in, that it will work. Well, who's even running that we could even vote for under this theory? <laughs> the people who are on the Republican side are not protecting anyone. They're not protecting anyone. They're not coming out and bringing up those German doctors. What about those guys? They represent thousands of doctors and they have the studies. Why don't they bring them and have a Zoom conference, a live Zoom conference? Why don't they do that? Why don't they challenge their own public health officials to debate these people openly, publicly, so we can see? Nothing happens, though. See, nothing happens. And every single day, the supposed conservatives on media ignore all of these points. They don't bring them up. They just stay inside the box and argue inside this silly box. I get grief a lot of times for being so hard on constitutional conservatives. And I don't even understand, honestly, why people get upset with me for calling out these people who are doing so much damage. Does it matter if they're 100% innocent? Does it matter? If the people who are these leaders, these paragons of supposed constitutional conservatives, if they're completely and totally ignorant, of the, what they're saying and how wrong it all is, does that make any difference to how much damage they cause? <laughs> does it? No, it doesn't make any difference. They're causing the same amount of damage. How the hell can they not know? It's their profession. Are you telling me they haven't received countless emails from people pointing out all the stuff they failed to bring up? <laughs> of course they have. And the ones who take calls, they get callers all the time. When I'm listening to them, when someone brings a point up that they can't address, like the idea that 911 story from the government's not true, they just cut them off. Call them a quack, a kook, a nut job, a conspiracy theorist. Well, how do you explain that? How do you explain that? The people call about the Federal Reserve. They ignore it. They don't talk about it. Why? How do you explain that? How do you explain that? Are these people so dense that they don't even look into it? Are they such unbelievable narcissists? Well, what's the explanation? I don't see an explanation that explains it in a way where they can be good people really trying to do a good job. Because every one of them has been in the business for decades. Decades. Most of them are at least in their 40s. Most are in their 50s and 60s. Okay, that means some of them are older than me. That means they've been alive and adults for four decades. 
They've seen the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and now the teens. And now we're out of those. They've seen all of that. Are you telling me during all that time with an internet for more than 20 years and constant interaction with both other media figures, they're supposedly reading to stay up to date, right? Are they not challenging their own ideas? Do they not read the mail they get from listeners and viewers? <laughs> Do they live in a complete bubble? Are they that incompetent? It's What is the excuse at this point? You look back at what they will have seen. They saw Iran-Contra. They saw the fake invasion with Iraq with the supposed weapons of mass destruction. They saw the bullshit that Bush pulled. They saw all the crap that went on with Clinton where nothing happened to any of these people. They saw the bogus 911 story, this absurdity that three steel frame buildings collapsed after two planes hit two of the buildings. They have no explanation at all for Building 7. And not a single other steel framed high rise has ever collapsed from fires in the entire history of the world. And, and yet we had two? It, it doesn't make any sense. Everything about the 911 story is bogus. But they don't challenge it. They don't challenge it. Everything about the killing of bin Laden is completely preposterous. They completely ignore the fact that it happened right after Barack Obama's birth certificate was discovered to be an altered PDF document. As soon as that happened, that's when Barack announced they got him. They got him. And then the story was ludicrous. It made no damn sense. And then the team that even killed him was then shot down in a helicopter. Okay, so so that so now we can't get the story. So then they just become heroes. The, oh, the body that had to get dumped overboard. Why? We we could show endless pictures of Gaddafi getting a fucking Christmas tree knife shoved up his butt. Oh, that's okay. That won't incite the Muslims. We sure can't show a dead picture of uh, Osama bin Laden. <laughs> nothing. Nothing happens. The the absurd, outrageous 2008 crash where everything was just unbelievably worked up and pumped up with fakery? Did, did they do anything about that? No. Did they call the government out on that? No. What about in the 1990s when they discovered that the CIA was running drugs into uh, Arkansas? In fact, Clinton, everybody knew it. But what happens? Do they then discredit the CIA? No, they continue to talk about national security every day as though any story we get from the Pentagon and the and the CIA is somehow true. If we get something from the State Department, they just push this continuous terror nonsense on people. They just push it. Boston bombing, obviously a completely ridiculous narrative, absurd, obviously just a way to test whether you can lock a city down. What possible right do they have to lock a city down? N none. That's not a running discussion from them. What about when, they, when David Koresh and they burned all those kids and those people alive in Waco? What about that? How's that okay? How, how does that not wake them up? What about multi-trillion dollar deficits? Does that not wake them up? <laughs> what about the fact that nobody in the deep state has been arrested? Does that not wake them up to the system? Does nothing wake them up to the system? Is, is there nothing that brings it to their attention? <laughs> I could go on and on with things that make no sense. Now we've got corona. Now we've got this absurdity all over the world. Asinine. It's beyond ludicrous. And do they challenge the narrative? No, they don't challenge the narrative. <laughs> they don't challenge the narrative. They stay within their liberal conservative horseshit box. So what is the explanation? Are they just this stupid? 
Are they truly this stupid? Because when I listen to them, they aren't stupid people. They are not stupid. Several of them are very, very intelligent, very clearly. Okay, well, how can you be very, very intelligent, work in a field for decades, and not catch on? How does that happen? What is the explanation? I'd be perfectly fine if they've never exposed to it, but they've been exposed to it numerous times. Like I said, they get mail, they read, they get confronted on the air often, and they, they ignore it. They just go right back to what they do. So I'm struggling to find any other explanation for why these people continue to promote a series of lies. The ones who are lawyers, can they not look at the system and see that it's completely fundamentally corrupt? That there's no possible way to have a civil war, regardless of what it's about? Even if it's 100% about slavery, you can't have a civil war and claim that there's a constitution that joins states in a voluntary union. It's impossible because there's no longer a voluntary union. But they promote the Civil War. And the Great Depression is the same thing. And World War I is the same thing. All of these government narratives are as big a lie as this pandemic, as the War on Terror, as weapons of mass destruction, as the Vietnam War, where they admitted they just made up the Gulf of Tonkin event. Are these people unaware of all of these events? All of these things, they're unaware of all of them? Are they unaware that the Federal Reserve prints money out of thin air and charges this interest and it's laughably unconstitutional? Are they unaware of that? If they're so unaware, if they're so ignorant, how can they stay on air, in the media, and in print for decades? Are you telling me other people aren't pointing this out to them? They're not having a dinner conversation? Someone's not meeting them in public? Someone's not writing? Of course they are. So what is the explanation if it's not that? They intentionally tell these lies to people in order to become millionaires and stay millionaires. I don't get it. What, what is the other explanation? I get regular people, okay? They don't pay that close of attention. You know, you get completely and totally propagandized in government schools and with the media. I get it, okay? It takes a long time to wake up to that. But I don't have any sympathy for people who I tell and ask very simple questions of them. How can this government be a government of consent of the people after the Civil War? How can it be a government of the consent of the people if I don't get to consent? I don't consent to it. I don't consent to it. Neither do lots and lots of people. So what does it mean to say the government is a government of consent? They refuse to answer the question and tell me I just need to move to Somalia. Okay, well, I don't have any tolerance for those people because they're not attempting to be intellectually honest. They're not attempting to actually be honest at all with themselves. That's fine. Private people, go do your thing. Be a fucking idiot. I don't care. This is what people do. Like I said, I'm amazed people can even run their lives. But I don't care about private individuals. I don't want to have anything to do with them if they're not interested in actually the truth. If they just want to continue to promote lies, that's fine. That's in their own life. I'm saying there's a huge difference between someone who chooses to make a living and holding themselves out as a commentator on something when they're this far off, when there's so many gaping holes. It's not like there's one thing. <laughs> During their lifetime, the federal deficit has now gone to almost $30 trillion. <laughs> there wasn't even a trillion dollars in deficit when they became adults. So a 30-fold increase, and still they're pitching the same horseshit, still pitching the same garbage. Hundreds of trillions of dollars, hundreds of trillions of dollars in unfunded liabilities now. 
And they're still pitching the same old slogans and bullshit about the Constitution and the freedom and the voting. Really? Really, they can't catch on? They still can't catch on. I'm supposed to believe they're that stupid. I'm sorry, I don't believe they're that stupid. I just don't. So I'm open to hearing explanations. Am I supposed to talk about them in terms of being good people, great people, trying to do the right thing? Am I, am I supposed to? How are they doing the right thing? How are they doing the right thing? They're grossly misleading people about a topic which apparently they're fantastically ignorant about and refuse to listen to another side because they've had an opportunity to be told over and over. And they do not prepare for whatever media appearances they make, either daily, weekly, whatever it is, or articles they write, by investigating their topics. They don't. It's clear. It's impossible that they do, because if they did, they wouldn't continue to repeat the same slogans. So what's the explanation? What, what is it? How am I supposed to think about them? Am I supposed to think that they're just good, innocent people? Well, look how much harm they're doing. Look how much harm they're doing. People love to talk about Hitler's, Hitler's willing executioners, some bullshit book from the fucking 90s. Okay, well, right. Nothing happens if you don't have order followers and propagandists. Well, they're propagandists. Does it matter if you're propagandizing somebody because you're ignorant or because you know? No, it doesn't matter. The harm is exactly the same. And I'm just saying, I'm laying out the case that is it better for me to call them complete morons, which I just don't see them being morons. I've watched shows. I've listened to them. I've read their material. They're not stupid. They know how to make a very good deceptive argument. They simply leave out all the key points. And they reshape the argument in a way that sounds very credible. How do I know? I was fooled by them for decades. <laughs> when I was young, I was fooled. And then I was fooled up to maybe 20, 25 years ago. I was totally and completely fooled. But that's what I'm saying. These people have decades to catch on decades to catch on. And I'm not expecting that they be as open as I am to understanding how full it is, but all it takes is a small amount of opening to understand that the vast majority of stuff they say is just nonsense. They don't even discuss the idea that we need to start figuring out how to get rid of this government, decentralize this thing. All they do is talk about voting and, and all the same shit and staying in the courts that are obviously just corrupt as hell. And many of them are lawyers, so they have to be able to figure it out if that's their profession, to figure out what's going on and to comment on it. But it doesn't happen. And this pandemic horseshit has just shown such a light on the fact that these people are propagandists. That's all. They're just propagandists, and people need to understand that. Stop thinking of them in comfortable terms like Walter Cronkite, the fucking worst kind of propagandist. Okay, well, these, these current, everyday constitutional conservatives are propagandists. That's what they are. I don't see any other conclusion to be drawn. I'm open to hearing how I'm supposed to refer to these people so I don't offend people. Okay, so, oh, it's offensive and it hurts my ears to hear that. Okay, so it doesn't hurt your ears to hear a bunch of fucking lies. <laughs> that's fine. Lies that imprison you, that's fine. You're good with that. But if someone tells you the truth in a way that you think's ugly, oh, that's too much. And that's basically the situation we're in. People prefer these comfortable lies than they do to just the reality of what's going on. I, I just don't see what the solution is for a fix. You have to be satisfied that, look, 
you have an opportunity to hear the truth. You can't possibly even know how to deal with things if you don't get the truth. And I give people the truth. So if you like the truth, then you need to subscribe to my podcast. Go to your podcast player you like, just Spotify and Apple and Podcast Addict, and subscribe and listen and share it with people. And if there's no one you have to share it with, then at least you have to listen to it yourself. You know, at least you understand you're not alone out there. So, all right, that's my show. I, I'm on Twitter. I'm a legal man at U.S. Law Review. Follow me on Twitter. I enjoy interacting with people who are like-minded. And I have a blog I linked as well. That's below. So, that's it. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Take it away!